Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the New Christian Podcast. I am so grateful that you've subscribed and that you're listening, that you've been listening uh, for this podcast for some time now, if you have. Please leave a comment on my social media so that I can see where you're listening from. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can send your prayer requests or any concerns you have or any ideas for topics that you'd like me to discuss. You can reach me on my social media, facebook.com forward slash preacher Jim C and at my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C. Uh, the way that you can subscribe to this podcast is you can go to your podcast platform, either, either that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, and search for my name, James Chambers. There you will see the new Christian podcast. Click the subscribe button, and you will receive weekly updates on this podcast. A new podcast topic uh, comes available every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here uh, from my uh, home church in the Detroit, Michigan area, and I'd love to hear from you. Today's podcast, we are going to continue our topic on freedom. This week, we will be looking at Paul again and his letter to the Galatians. And we're going to look at chapter 2, verses 15 through 21 of the book of Galatians. So let's go ahead and read that. Uh, Paul says here in verse 15, You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles. Yet we know that a, a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law and we have believed in Christ Jesus, so that we might be made right with God before our faith in Christ. Not because we have obeyed the law, for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. But suppose we seek to be made right with God through faith in Christ, and then we are found guilty because we have abandoned the law. Would that mean Christ has led us into sin? Absolutely not. Rather, I am a sinner if I rebuild the old system of law I already tore down. For when I tried to keep the law, it condemned me. So I died to the law I stopped trying to meet all its requirements so that I might live for God. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 
I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Powerful passage there in Galatians uh, chapter chapter 2, verses 15 through 21, where Paul's talking about the law versus uh, God's grace. You see, the title of my message this week is Justification by Faith Alone. Justification by Faith Alone. Let's see, according to a 2015 survey by the Barna Group, a big uh, uh, Christian organization that surveys uh, American Christians uh, on numerous topics, 2015 survey said that 57% of American adults said, quote, knowing what is right or wrong is a matter of personal experience. 91% of those agreed with that statement. The best way to find yourself, is, or 91% agreed with this statement, quote, the best way to find yourself is by looking within yourself. And again, 79% agreed with this statement. People can believe whatever they want as long as, they, as those beliefs don't affect society. Pretty uh, powerful percentages there, isn't it? Amen. What Barna calls, quote, America's new moral code is completely at odds with biblical truth, right? This was Paul's problem with the Judaizers here in our text as well. They had added works to the gospel, which made it no gospel at all. The good news is that salvation comes by God's grace plus nothing. Verses 15 and 16 tell us this. This is what is known as, quote, effectual calling, effectual calling. This refers to a calling of God that by his sovereign power and authority brings about his designed and ordained effect or result. When Paul teaches that those who he predestined, or God predestined, God calls, and those whom God calls, God justifies, the call to which he is referring is an effectual call of God. This is an inward call of God. Paul was not saying the law is bad. Hear me on this. Because in Romans chapter 7, verse 12, he wrote this, the law is holy. Instead, he is saying that the law can never make us acceptable to God. The law still has an important role to play in our lives as Christians. The law still has, number one, it guards us from sin by giving us standards of behavior. Number two, it convicts us of our sins, leaving us the opportunity to ask God's forgiveness. And number three, it drives us to trust in the sufficiency of Christ because we can never keep the Ten Commandments perfectly. Does that make sense? You see, Paul wanted uh, to make these doctrinal issues crystal clear to the Galatians and to us. These are not abstract philosophical theories, right? 
This was an essential theological and practical question that affected people's daily lives. Let me ask you a question. What from the Mosaic law should be required of Gentiles who came to faith in Christ? There is an unequivocal answer, nothing. Justification is by faith alone in Christ alone. Nothing you do can give you salvation, but only through trusting in Christ, right? This doesn't mean at all that Christ promotes sin. We see this in, in verses 17 and 18, which tells us this. But suppose we seek to be made right with God through faith in Christ, and then we are found guilty because we have abandoned the law. Would that mean that Christ led us into sin? Absolutely not. Rather, I am a sinner if I rebuild the old system of law I already tore down. Through studying the Old Testament scriptures, Paul realized that he could not be saved by obeying God's law. The prophets knew that God's plan of salvation did not rest on keeping the law because we have all been affected by sin. We cannot keep God's law perfectly. But unfortunately, God has provided a way of, uh, for our salvation that depends on Jesus Christ, not on our own effort. In Romans chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, it says this, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means, Paul says. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? What I, you know, what Paul here is saying, I want to clarify something here though, really, myself. Here, that's what I want to do. I want to clarify something here. Paul is not, not saying that we no longer sin after salvation. I want to make that crystal clear for you. Nowhere in the Bible does it proclaim that once we are saved, we no longer sin. Nowhere. None at all. This is a sanctification passage. What it's selling us is it, mean, it meaning that we are in a growing process as we grow more in our Christian walk. That's what this passage is talking about right here in Romans. It's a sanctification passage. It's talking about us growing as Christians. It does, does mean that one cannot mix salvation by faith and salvation by works. Listen to verse 19 and 20. 19 through 21 says this of our passage in Galatians. For when I tried to keep the law, it condemned me. So I died to the law. I stopped trying to meet all, the, all its requirements so that I might live for God. My old self had been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Verse 21, I do not trust in grace of God as meaningless. I do not treat, rather, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. For if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need 
for Christ to die. You see, in fact, to live to one, to live to one is to die to the other. We cannot say both that Christ saves us and that our good works play a part in making us right with God. We can't. These are mutually exclusive options. To try to obtain salvation through our good works is just as verse 21 says, quote, set aside, or, or, or the word nullify, the grace of God. This is a strong term. It means to reject or to despise something, right? But God's grace is Christ, in Christ is the only basis for our righteous standing before God and the only basis for our righteousness living in the present. So how do we apply this to our own selves? But what does this look like for us today? A fitting response to today's podcast would be to sing the classic hymn, A Solid Rock. If you've never heard this song, I encourage you to Google this song and listen to it. It's called The Solid Rock. And some of it, uh, I'll, uh, read, I'll, I'll read a refrain of it to you. It says this, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. No merit of my own I claim or I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. I would encourage you to look that song up and listen to it all the way through. It is a moving hymn about Christ and his salvation towards us. Nothing that we do can earn our salvation, but only through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection on the cross and trusting in him as our Lord and Savior for all our lives can we be saved. As we draw closer to this Easter season, because I'm broadcasting this, uh, this weekend will be Palm Sunday. Uh, I'm broadcasting, I'm recording this on Friday evening and you'll hear this live or you'll hear this on my podcast Saturday morning on the 27th of March. We're coming into the Easter season. So as this Easter season or this Passion Week from this Sunday, Palm Sunday to Easter next Sunday comes into into our, uh, our weekly lives, let us remember that it is the celebration of Christ's resurrection from the grave that we truly celebrate on this week and this, these, two week, these two weeks of Sundays and his sacrifice for our eternal salvation, right? That's what we celebrate Easter for. We celebrate it because Christ has risen from the grave and by that has given us a way of salvation by trusting in him for our needs, for our wants, and for our eternal lives. Won't you have a blessed week this Easter season? Um, you may hear uh, in, the, in this week a special Easter message for you. Um, I'm putting together some uh, special clips and, and message for, for that week, and uh, you may hear a midweek uh, Passion Week message coming out on the New Christian Podcast. Have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. 
And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter uh, links links are there, and you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up, and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us, and have a blessed day.